Hola Boza, welcome to another episode of the Boza podcast. And um, this week we have learned um, the sad news of the passing of Ikhrotmanli Tusonke, Prawandin Zimande. You know, I cannot express how much he has contributed to a lot of young uh, people's lives, especially um, all over the country. Um, but yeah, we will continue doing the work that he left us with. He left us with the blueprints of how to run a business, how to to um, market a business and um, he showed us with him um, it's all possible and we saw it through him in different um, industries, you know, whether it be fashion, whether it be entertainment, whether it be even broadcasting, you know, he was a larger than life personality. And um, on that note, I'd like us to actually continue with the work, you know, whatever that you're doing, when I as a person out there, um, keep doing the best that you could, you know, let's take a leaf from his book and um, yeah, and just do as best as we could. So uh, today we are joined by Usbusiso Ungwenya. Um, he's famously known as Skinny Spoon Socks. The guy started um, a whole fashion brand which would, which would later be a multi-million rand business from buying socks at Mr. Price and then repackaging them. And then um, later on, he just grew to be this larger-than-life um, personality. And he introduced me to a term called celebrity entrepreneur. Before that, I did not know until I, I, I heard and uh, knew about him. And um, we speaking today um, about um, personal issues um, that affected his business. And also remember that one scandal, people, well, they call it a scandal, but it wasn't really a scandal where he said he doesn't want advice, he wants five million. And he said that on a national um, television and um, a lot of people do not understand why he, what he, he meant. And also they thought he is arrogant, you know. And um, we have then witnessed a slowdown in the popularity of the skinny spoo socks as we perceive it. He went on to build a brand um, that surpassed Amasogi. You see, now, now there is a store called Skinny Spoo Store, which unfortunately closed about two weeks ago after operating for four weeks we will hear what led to the closure of the store also there's another big opportunity that he landed where he is now on tv you know in true skinny smooth style every time something bad happens something bigger happens to him we'll hear also how um, the retail industry works and um, how to actually get yourself into the retail industry if you have a product that you think um, might um, sell there. So um, listen in and learn. Hola. Before we get into it, remember, you can get the book Nomayini, The Mentality You Need Before You Start Any Business on threadsunitedstore.com. It will only cost you 150 plus 100 rand for delivery. This podcast is brought to you by We Are Coming For Everything. Don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Hold on. So. Prasbu. I'm annoying with you, Pry. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. You can call me Prasbu. 
Yeah, but I think you've earned your stripes in <laughs> in business to a point to which is going to sit you know? Really? Yeah, I think you do. I, I still tell you the reason why. Before you tell me the reason why, I really, honestly, dearly think that it's the same to when it comes to business, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, after I'm, eight years. Yeah, to me, I look at it this way. I am still, I'm, I'm, I'm not even pre, what, what are you when you're eight as a person? You're not a toddler, right? Yeah, we know you are a toddler, yeah. Right. So I'm still there, you know. I'm, I'm probably, if we're 18 years in, I'd say, yeah, right now I've earned my stripes, you know. But yeah. at eight years, dog, I'm only last year, 20, 2020, that's when I started being a businessman and an entrepreneur. And all along, I was just a, a guy functioning in the business space. So, eight years later, you start saying to Anna Manji, and it's hard to run a business. I get to party, it actually takes about, if you beat the first five years of mm-hmm. your business, then mm-hmm. you're more likely yeah. to be successful. Yeah. But those are people who are just studying stats, you know, of. Of, of businesses, not talking about the actual growth and development of their entrepreneur, their emotional intelligence, um, their decision-making and when it comes to making sound, quality decisions that will benefit the business in the short and in the long term, you know. So in terms of me um, being a businessman and running this thing, I'd say I'm only like two... This is my first year, you know, of being a businessman. And and speaking of this year, um, I mean the bread is SSS, mm-hmm. skinny spoo, yeah. socks. How? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And what what is that about? Like how how does that work? I mean, from socks to. Well, we thought about Skinnyspoo. If you actually look at our social media, there are a a couple of marketing material that are written Skinnyspoo Skiba, but it doesn't resonating with the audience enough. We thought thought it was going to be big, but it wasn't resonating with the audience enough. I may have been a terrible businessman for, for, for a very long time, but I've been an incredible brand builder. Meaning that I've been I've been good in building um, a logo, a name, and the idea around the logo and the name. Mm-hmm. I've been good in positioning those. I've been good in making noise around it. You know, mm-hmm. so that's what I've been doing for the past eight years. And right now, we're just now starting to build a business around the noise and the brand credibility that we've been building for the past eight years. Mm. So, mm. so in the so in the past eight years, actually, you're building a brand. That's it, right? And an exceptional brand, an, an excellent brand. brand. And also, there's I need to mention there uh, there's different uh, school of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you find Uti, sometimes you can build a brand, but you just build um, focusing on the business where you do not know the person behind it, yeah, but you know the yeah, brand, right? Yeah. And when you've built the brand and you tied it up to your personality, mm-hmm. right? I, I know my fallbacks. What are the benefits or disadvantages of doing that? I've, I've, cho- I've chosen the most controversial route that almost every second person who's in the brand building spa- space doesn't agree with, you know? Even some of the best big names in, in marketing and advertising in the country, I've sat down with them, my mentors and stuff. Nobody agrees with my model 
because the downside of tying a brand closely to you like I did and like I continue to do is that when you falter in your personal life, um, when you do bad, when you when there's allegations, when, when the stuff, when the world is just stacking against you as a person, it inevitably affects the 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 product brand itself, you know. Mm. But the biggest benefit of doing what I'm doing is that um, I have the luxury that most founders don't have. You know, we, we the founder of Ford is not around to tell the story. Um, from the horse's mouth. The founder of so many massive, big, beautiful brands do not have that luxury. What the model that I have, what it does also is that it helps you reach audiences faster because um, there's a, a massive PR element attached to it, you know? So um, you look at a, a stunt that I pulled last year when I, when I gave the president... Um, socks. I just bomb rushed yeah, I him. That. Yeah, and gave him a box of socks. You know, the amount of media I got in that two month period, I would have. I was supposed if if I was paying for that media for the TV, radio, uh, and print. If I I was gonna place my brand and and my low and and my product there, it was probably gonna cost me between seven and ten million. And it only just took Ujiwena. It just took no it, a bold move from me, mm. and, and I did that. That's called guerrilla marketing. Yeah, that's guerrilla marketing, but yeah. also that's also uh, the benefits of of tying the brand to my name, you, you know, to my to to my personal life as well, because also what people are not aware of, and I might be revealing a lot of um, secrets about the brand and my headspace, is that I. I am building a brand that is not only in, in the fashion space only. I'm building a brand that affects retail. Mm. I'm building a brand that also affects um, pop culture as well, mm. you know. Um, so, which is why they work um, hand in hand with my personal brand as the entrepreneur. Because mm. over the past eight years, in, in as much as I've built an incredible brand, I've managed to build a personal brand as well and a credible name that allows me to go into any space and start an establishment there or be trusted because of where I come from. Mm. And you're not the only person who build a brand around themselves. Mm. Um, Abu Bonang, yeah. Abu Connie Ferguson. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were telling me earlier with mm -hmm. how, how Connie Ferguson, just uh, repeat the story. <laughs> how, 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 how people, about, how they have the benefit about creating a brand like you are yeah. doing, you, you're creating a personal brand, mm -hmm. but you actually extend it. Yeah. So, People don't like how I do things and I'm slowly getting comfortable with it, you know, because I'm not a traditional entrepreneur in a sense that I didn't go to business school. I, I'm not sticking in my own lane. I don't speak the business language and stuff, you know, but I'm also not a traditional celebrity as well because I wasn't introduced to South Africans um, through my talent, which is acting, presenting, and stuff. I'm not, I'm not known for those things like your your Bonang, your your Sumizi, and and those those other big guys who are making a killing, you know. But me and them have the same business model, meaning that our business model is a fame or celebrity-driven business model. 
hands you had. I think the the term celebrity and celebrity entrepreneur. entrepreneur is there now? You know? or was it because I only I only well, about I, when I, I'm I I'm the only um, local celebrity to uh, to be known as a celebrity entrepreneur as well. You know, but you look at America. Your the biggest guys. Donald Trump is a former celebrity entrepreneur be, before he became president. You know, um, Mark Cuban is a celebrity entrepreneur. A lot of guys on Shark Tank are celebrity entrepreneurs, meaning that you are you are an entrepreneur, but you're known at the same time. You're known in social spaces around celebrities, and you have a big name, and you're popular, and you cover magazines, and you get interviews and things like that, mm. you know. And that's so, where you find Abu like Joe, you were saying about Connie Ferguson. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, what I wanted to explain about Connie mm -hmm. Ferguson is that the reason why Connie didn't fight when everybody was fighting was because she knew that her business is dependent on how many eyes are on her, right? Mm -hmm. Generation is the second worst, uh, most watched show in the country. I think Zalo is at, is at 9 million, 9 to 10 million a night. And generations is, is is trailing behind between three, five, or seven. I'm not sure about the numbers, but mm. let's stick with five million. Mm. So if 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 you are in the marketing department of any business, you would know that eight o'clock in South Africa on SAPC one, it's it's prime time, it's the most valuable time. So Connie Ferguson chose to to fight the big war instead of the small battle of a salary and be like, listen, as long as I'm exposed to 5 million people every night from Monday to Friday, you go to ShopRite today, Connie Ferguson has had a, a body lotion that you don't even know about it. That has never been advertised and stuff, but it's there at ShopRite, ShopRite Take Us with her face. And the audience that watches Generation keeps on buying it because it's being advertised to them through Connie Ferguson being on 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 SAPC One Generations, mm. so that's my business model as well. So Mise has the same business model, which is why it just broke a, 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 a record right now of the most selling books. You can write the most awesome book ever, but if you don't have an audience and a distribution platform to get to those people, you you won't sell that much, you know. And there's so many incredible cookbooks in the country, but so Mise just has a lot of numbers. Imagine, doc, that guy has. He's not even. Okay. He's not even. A chef. But he wrote that on his book. He said, "I'm not a chef." He said, "So me's a cookbook. I'm not a chef." He 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 he, he, he had a disclaimer. <laughs> I could say, "I am not a chef." That's the actual title. Yeah, yeah. that's the actual title of the book. Mm. You know, Bonang sold the most T-shirts. I remember even with DJ Spoon, he sold the most T-shirts at the time when he was doing. Before he quarrelled, there were, were T-shirts he was doing that were very colorful. You know, so the model that I've chosen is you attract an audience. And from then you can sell to them. You mm -hmm. understand? But that's what a lot of brands are doing as well. Even Abu Nike, where the 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 founder is not in the forefront of the brand now, but they started with sneaker and then ventured into an entire active wear apparel. You mm -hmm. know, so it's 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 me now. I'm using my strength, and my strength is storytelling. My strength is keeping an audience captivated in whatever way it is. I've kept the country entertained. Get business, imagine. Not even with my acting talent or presenting and stuff. I've kept the country wanting to know about other small businesses or my business or business in general um, for the past eight years because I understand the power of, of using this platform not only to educate but to entertain people. Mm. So and uh, it's it's actually not even Ugutin. 
but you actually started in drama mm. right mm. you went to like a drama school yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. then manje your your life the way we begin our corner the way that you you are living your life in 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 a very big way in a very public way and um you are in the business space but mm-hmm. it all looks like a stage yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. it all looks like a stage but there was a time where it, it got shit just got too real what he, I'm, I'm i'm going away from from, from all of this what mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. what was going on there um, I don't even remember that pe- when that period was, but I think 2018. Uh, there's a year where I took a sabbatical. Mm. I think it was 2018. Yeah, 2018. Mm. When did I get to Markham? 2018. Yeah, when I got that big contract as a Markham, the money that was coming in allowed me to just take 12 months off to just go rethink everything. You know, because it was after a massive downfall. And yeah, business or personal it was bu- you know another downside of of this life that I've chosen or or how I've built my business was that it's all um woven together, you know it's almost the same thing so um when it comes to you were asking me right now Guti, don't don't i just what what are the plans today? am I not just chilling? I got to Jobek, so let me give you a full story. When I was at the Eastern School of Arts, I was doing drama there, and my whole plan throughout my life was just to leave the east of Joburg and come to the city and pursue my dream of being an actor. East it's just yeah, it's Akan. You know, it's forty-five minutes away. It's it's not for me. It's not for me because I've always known when you read Umaru, the first line there is, it says heredity, nothing, environment, everything. Heredity, nothing, environment, everything. Which is why kids from the north keep on succeeding while kids from other areas takes them forever. Because the environment they're in allows them to continue to win. Mm. You understand? Mm. So mm. I've always understood the idea of if you change your environment, it has... It, 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 there are people who don't change, <laughs> mm. you know. But you're more likely to change when you, when you move from a certain environment. And for, from the first place, we're not even meant to be a kasi as black folks. We're put mm. there, you understand? So I'm always striving to be in an environment that will, make, that will give me a lot of chances to win. So myself and Tepo Maker and our other friend, Julius, on the 15th of January 2010, we packed our bags and came to Johannesburg and started living at Beria in, in a one bedroom together. You know, we fled two bedroom and with four other people, but we lived together a bedroom one. And that's when things really <clears throat> started taking shape for me. That's when I started making independent decisions because I was no longer at home and I needed to decide what meal I'm going to have, how, where am I going to get that meal from the first place, what I'm going to wear tomorrow, where I'm going to go, how I'm going to hustle, you know. So in a way, I recommend a gap year for anybody who's leaving their metric right now to, to just take a year off to find yourself. Don't make it two years. Don't make it three years. Mm. <laughs> make it one year and just figure out what you want to do, you, you know. Do, yeah. But it works for certain people. There are people who are just clear on what they want to do. Nama was clear. It's just that at the time I wanted to go study film at After. And After it's a private film institution, so I didn't have money to yeah, go I study there. I remember. You know? Yeah, they too much. So I didn't have enough money. But I was I, I took this gap year, but in that gap year I had so much fun because I started working at the Petro Hotel, 
they fired me. They're like, you don't belong here. You need to go and do what you want to do, you know. And then I started doing a lot of promo works. I've sold everything, man, from Amafishi and stuff. I've sold everything you can imagine. This is way before Amasogi. This is just 2010 alone. Mm. So this is after you just moved. I've just moved at home. Uchi, I'm living in Joburg with my friends. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then um, during that year, I found a job. I got a job at Samsung. And I was selling cell phones. And I made enough money in that six months to take myself to, to go study at, uni, at UJ, um, their main campus. Um, I was doing politics there because I've always had a structure for my life. So my structure has always been that the first career that I'm going to do is to conquer television till my uh, l- late 30s. And then as I enter my 40s, I'm going to conquer, conquer business. Mm. And then, um, I'm sorry, can I just... Yeah, sure. So this guy, Upuza Amanzi, Apueli, just no, no sugar, no nothing. Nothing. No, no, no. It's good for you. My young daughter, young kid, goes down there. For real, man. Um, <laughs> so this has always been my structure. Um, I'm going to do TV. Um, for all my 20s and my 30s and as I enter my 40s right till the next 20 years from my 40s till my 60s I'm gonna uh, do business and then um, in my 60s I'm gonna pursue being a president of this country so my life is still structured that way it's just that God swapped things up you know so um, I went to UJ to study politics with an intention of later on in my life being a president of South Africa, which is something that's still going to happen, mm. you know. Um, but eight months into it, because while I was still with the university, I was still also doing um, drama. I was with the UJ Drama Company on the side, and I was with UJFM, and I still had a side job to also pay my rent as well, you know. So I was kind of bored with school. Around September, I just dropped out. And... And that's when I started focusing a lot on TV. And then I got a lot of corporate work, corporate theater work. Um, I got my first ad then. And then money was just rolling in just a bit, you know. That was twenty, a bit of 2010, 11, and 2012. But things were starting to slow down then. And Bing Ting and just to just keep things running, you know. For my next audition. And then around April 2013... I, I read this story while I was doing news for UJFM. I read, I read this story about two guys who are selling socks in New York. And I was like, hey. And on top of that, me and Tepo and the gents were quite big on SA Fashion Week and um, um, Africa Fashion Week and stuff. We're, doing, we're attending a lot of Fashion Weeks. I was like, listen, man, this, this could be the right time for me to launch my own sock brand. Plus, we don't have other local brands that are black who are in this space, you know. Mm. So I, I, I thought about, let me create a brand that is going to represent who I am at the time, which um, I'm skinny, my name is Boo, and I love socks. So it rhymes, it could be a good brand. And, and around April 2013, I went to Mr. Price. To, to go buy myself McDonald's. I took my, that money, bought 14 pairs of socks, and started selling them for 25 friends each. Okay, hold on. So now, um, so when, uh, what happened is that you went to school, 
and um, there was a clear path to go to Funuwenzani. Sure. And it all had to do with drama. It all had to do with politics. And business. And business. Mm-hmm. And but I thought business will come later on later in my on, life. You know? Just mm-hmm. yeah. And then that, that slowed down. And then because you had responsibilities mm. and because you were pushed by the fact you were so pumilejardine, which means mm-hmm. you, you, otherwise you get kicked out. Mm-hmm. Or in fact. And then you said, in fact, I need to find a solution for my life. I yeah. need to find a solution. Yeah. Yeah. And here it is now, Masogis. Yeah. So it wasn't good. It was a, um, a mathematical choice or nah. like some deep thinking. It was like, nah. okay, let me find something, a seven zayo, uh, while I'm so building to the dream, you know, because remember the dream, the dream is dream. to be on TV. Correct. <clears throat> but it at the time, it looked like you were deviating from your plan, mm, right? Mm, it looked mm, like you were mm, deviating from your plan, mm. which uh, it happens a lot in life. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, it's taking, around, yeah. Right? So now you went, or thing is Amasogisi. Amasogisi then brought up, in actual fact, they, well, first they answered the situation which was Ohlan. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they brought up this larger-than-life personality. Yeah, right? yeah. Amasogi Islam. Mm-hmm. And then now they blew up into this big thing. Now you went back just recently, mm-hmm. March, mm-hmm. right? Um, you were served with eviction notice, La Pema Bone. Yeah. Just, just four months. Mm-hmm. On the same day, you are you get a gig, yes, a so again, yes, pinned and yes, pinned. You know, it's course. repeating itself. Mm. I'm so easy. They, they're saving your life, but it all comes back to mm-hmm. this larger mm-hmm. than life mm-hmm. um, uh, personality. So now you are in TV, which is where you started. And yeah, Steve Jobs are yeah. Then connecting the dots. Yeah, it's connecting the dots. Yeah, so now you're going back again. Mm-hmm. So now you have a gig on ETV and um, you are out there. Um, how does that fit into the bigger um how does that fit into the bigger um uh, business scheme okay cool so i've always seen myself as uh, i'll use me all the time to get the product out there you know hence i have my logo here mm. you know i'm my biggest billboard you know i've i'm my biggest billboard i'm my biggest ambassador so I, I'm also a student of the Bible, and it says that um, a man plans, but God has the final say, you know. So how I look at it is that God wanted to teach me how to conduct business. So I've been at school for the past seven, eight years, mm. learning how to do business. But mm. the difference between me and, and someone who's at business school is that when I fail, I fail in the bank account. And when I win, I win in the bank account. I win big, real people and things like that. You understand? So the past eight years have been really me learning how to do business so that I can be able to take my name and my influence and poly it into an empire, mm. you know? So how is it all fitting in together? It's because um, skinny spoo the person and skinny spoo socks or skinny spoo store or skinny spoo skipper or skinny spoo, it's just an extension of an idea called triple S. You know, we're all reporting. This is like a cross for us. Mm. It, it, it's what a cross is for Christians. This is what a cross is. This, 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 this logo 
is 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 what a cross is for Christians for us as a business because it means that we can extend to 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 whatever we want to do you know yeah. so um it, they benefit each other because when the business does well I inevitably do well as as a speaker or as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. I've I've had the most biggest speaking career in the country um started started speaking in Costabanti a grand went to five thousand went to fifteen thousand. This one time I had Casper and AKA with, and, and Black Coffee charging 50 at the time. I think 2014, I went to 50,000 and clients kept on paying me for an hour on stage. And my biggest gig was 120,000 an hour. Mm. So, and it all, from, so what I'm trying to show is that they benefit each other. So mm. at the time, Skinny Socks was doing super well. So inevitably, I do very well as a public person. persona as well you understand mm. or if i'm doing what it affects the the sock business as well you yeah. know so that's how they benefit each other and right now the plan going forward really is to um in december last year we appointed brand manager because we feel it's about time that uh, the 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 product business has its own personality mm. that is detached to mine you know mm. so that i can continue doing the things that i want to do so, Angel, so now um, 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 the failures keep mm-hmm. coming, mm-hmm. you know, and they come in a major way. Yeah. And I don't think when you're one person on a complex, in fact, your life is out there. And there was a time where um, when SAPC is like, yo, I don't want advice. I want mm. five million. Mm. And a lot of people did not understand. Mm. That. But mm. there's a camp of people which are entrepreneurs. We yeah. understood what what you meant mm-hmm. when you said i don't want um advice but um while we're on that tell us okay in in terms of the your relationship like with with among retailers mm-hmm. right that's the technical side of business i want yeah. just to get into the technical yeah. side of business yeah. That's um, the boring side of business. Yeah, it's the yeah. Well, not no man. Yeah. That's people the side know. I I do very early in the morning. Just get over and done with hey, before twelve. Yeah. yeah, it's admin. But it's the big one. But that's the that's the backbone of the business. That's mm. what makes the the business thrive and grow. Mm. You know, and Tina, our 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 model as a business, our distribution model has been to piggyback on trusted retailers from day one. You know, um. When I started the brand, of course, I was selling myself a Stradini, and then I went to sell to a couple of boutiques. Konamachita be ulebo. I forgot his name. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I feel I feel so bad. But there's a guy who had a boutique in Maboneng. He took us in. I'm I'm not a. Wait, did you go? Yeah. introduced some some girl was my biggest client. And she was like, hey, there's, my, there's a friend of mine who's got a store. He'd like to like have your product or your product will be good there. So I'm not good when it comes to distribution, which is why I work with people who are good when it comes to it. I am good when it comes to marketing. I'm exceptional when it comes to PR. I'm good when it comes to design and storytelling. And I try to stick to that. And that's what Nike does as well. They're not good when it comes to manufacturing um, sneakers, which is why they go to uh, factories in Bangladesh, in China, in Asia, anywhere else, mm. and buy a stake in that factory and say, continue doing what you're doing. So now we're good at marketing. 
and mm. distributing. You and understand? Research and develop yeah, and you understand? Okay, so when so you the, keep to what you I keep to what I'm good at, which is why even right now I still have my uncle as my business partner who's an accountant, mm. you know. I am, I am not good when it comes to um, handling the admin of the business, but I'm great when it comes to driving the vision, mm. when it comes to collaborations and, 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 and where we're going as a business, the branding, the positioning and all those things. That's, mm. that's my forte. Mm. you know so i stick to what i'm good at and the business also we try to stick to that you know mm. and and then immediately after that we went to superbalist mm. um we had a great run with superbalist immediately after that when we were su with when superbalist was first introduced so again again sorry to disturb mm -hmm. so again uh, when you say you went to superbalist you so you said okay the next best thing to do for me after this um tiny shop yeah in my winning was like okay it's uh, too big to a go. bigger audience so how did you get that gig what, what did you send them an email um, yeah it's it's the everyday boring hustle you know you you google who's when it comes to retailers there are about 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 I'm a brands for the retailers they're called buyers you know so you need to find out who's the buyer said pick and pay eating some juice if you're selling juice who's the buyer i said my car will buy socks when you sell socks you know but also that's the that's the nice part of of building a business in public like i've been doing half the retailers i've been with head hunted me and they wanted the brand to be part of them mm. you so you already done the ground you were already done the groundwork because yeah. They wanted in because you've got an audience, you've got mm. talkability, and all those things. Mm. You so know? that's when you actually have value when you go into business. Look, it's better to come with something that you've started. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you generated revenues, you generated numbers, you kept a well good record, yeah. or just a decent record. Mm -hmm. And then when when you approach yeah um, when you start approaching amalento um uh, uh, retailers or whoever is buying then bachacha from that right? they they look at that because mm. in business at the end of the day and um people what confuses a lot of people about me what 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 confuses people about me is that um i'm able to pull up gimmicks and just i know when to be stupid right as an artist mm. and and they forget good when I go home, I go and paddle as an entrepreneur, as a businessman. I wear my strategic head, mm. right? My hat, sorry. Mm. So um, when it comes to retail, there's a lot of research that you need to do, you know. Um, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to do at the time as a brand? Who you are trying to speak to? So we, when we went to Superbalist, but we're getting a lot of online requests, you know, and we didn't have enough money. At the time, it wasn't easy to build a, a website just like it is right now. To build a website right now is free. Anybody can do it, you know. But when we're starting out, like agencies would cost you like 20,000 rands and stuff, you know. As a matter of fact, our first website cost us 25,000. So And you, you got the 25,000 from selling socks? From selling socks. Right. So you yeah. used... Profit. Uh -huh. I actually won a competition for that. Oh, you won a competition yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then they paid for me. You oh, know. Fantastic. Um, stuff. So, at the time, wanted to speak to an online audience. You know, and then went to an online distribution partner. Superbalist was still Spree at the time, and then we approached Spree, um, and Zando wanted us on board, but Spree was much more premium, so we went with Spree. 
and we had a good run that year. But we still were not hitting the numbers. You know, I'm, ne I'm not a satisfied man. You know, when we get this, I want more, I want more. When we were, I think, eight months in, I was like, mm, we need more. We need a, a brick and mortar setup. And we approached Stutterfords because we're still running after the luxury premium feel, you know. And at Stutterfords, it meant that I'm going to be with my childhood heroes. I was side by side, Tommy Hilfiger, Tom Ford, Ralph Lauren, Banana Republic. So I was mixing with massive international brands there. Um, but we found Starterfords when it was going down. We entered Starterfords the beginning of 2015, until the end, December of 2015, Starterfords was closing down. So when we joined Starterfords, they were already in trouble, mm. you know. But that was our first um, learning experience with retailer, with the fact that driving audiences to store is not enough. You need in-store marketing. You you need merchandising on a daily, you know, to put the product with in a sellable way. There's so you a, need someone, uh, you, when you yourself employ someone um, to as do a the, brand, yeah. actually merchandising yeah. to go to the store. It's not the store staff that's going to It's not that. the store staff. They don't mm. care. They, they don't, don't care, care about your product. In actual fact, um, while we're actually on the don't care part, um, e, 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 a, a retailer, right, Mauza mm -hmm. La which goes back to the five million. Now we can actually understand. Yeah. five million. Is the fact um, when you get a deal, ne ne retailer, all they do is give you a platform, right? Yeah. And then you, you have, have to, to finance everything. Yeah, we have to finance everything. So maybe I'm going to go. Uh, it's net or is the two hundred and fifty, and this funufagi product yeah, kugule two hundred and fifty. It means uguti. Maybe manufacturer these things is gonna cost you five million, so you need yeah. five million yeah. to fulfill mm -hmm. this order. Mm -hmm. So that's where the five million uh, story comes from. Comes right? in, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. now, um, with our retailers, um, maybe to go, uh, so every so these opportunities that you get sometimes they're actually bad mm -hmm. for you. Because mm -hmm. they will want you something and then you're not ready for. Yeah, yeah. Right? Did you have? Did you ever get into that kind of situation where a retailer big opportunity says, "Yo, bring mm -hmm. nuts, let's in," and mm -hmm. you couldn't? Did no, you I ever? think I think all the time, I, I God prepares you for something. You know. Okay. Yeah. Hence, I started with like small retailers, and then we went with a semi-big retailer, but that's online. And then with Starter Fords, we were just doing two stores, Eastgate and Sentin, you know. So as God, if you he can't give you 20. You know, you have to master two first, and then he'll release 20, you know. And if you haven't mastered two, you'll keep on repeating the same thing up until you actually graduate to, oh, to the other I numbers. See. You understand? So he gave us two stores. We handled those very well. And the thing about me is that I, I put in all my money in everything I do and I go in deep, you know, because I believe in every one of my ideas. So you are betting on yourself? I bet on myself all the time, mm. all the time, which is why the returns are even bigger all the time because this is how we jumped from just a guy who's selling socks on the streets. So I was selling socks on the streets for the first year, appeared on CNN. The following day, I was sitting with seven investors and I, that's how I got my first million, you mm. know. I, after just a year of selling these socks, because mm. I bet on myself all the time, and then once so that you're, you're not worried about 
amanila abantu laba ifane babone manu sengithingisile emiliyoni let me get a Porsche let me get a, you know worry about that no, I, I did go through that season I'll okay. tell you we'll, we'll get there <laughs> okay, okay. we'll get there. Hence, hence right now like I'm Angalil Nix because I went through a massive period of self destruction behavior and that period looked like you were winning uh, but, but I, wa- I was winning okay, I, it's just that winning. I had my cake and I didn't and I wanted to eat it because you can't eat your cake. What? Tell me that. <laughs> you can't eat. Okay. You can't eat your cake. You can't eat your cake. But hold on to that. And yeah. Remind me. You can't eat your cake. You can't eat your cake. Your cake is just there to be beautiful and to be looked at and be admired. Mm. So um, we, we're done with Starter Forts right now. And then things things were rolling. I'm sorry, Chuluga. I'm in the sun while yeah, the host right. is enjoying the the <laughs> tunes. <either. laughs> but it's cool. We do anything for good lighting. Yeah, um, and then I think after Startup Force, that's when things started rolling for me. You know, when Startup Force closed down, things were rolling for me because I remember I got, a, I got an office in Santon. Um, it seems like every time... Something bad happens. Something bad something happens. good happens. Okay, but yeah, continue. yeah. yeah so start off with the biggest <laughs> deal where you felt to it. Yo, now I'm in the thing. Yeah. Now I'm with my childhood heroes and yeah. side by side. It only lasted twelve months. Yeah, and then something big happens. And then something big happens. I move into my office and say, but I, when I when I moved in at Star Force, I was already in my in my office in Sentin because things were flowing. You know, remember that's when I was getting the those those massive gigs. You know. And those gigs are addictive because you, you just get paid dog like 50k just to be there an hour, 100k just to chill and do what I'm doing right now. That's what I'm doing at gigs, just telling my story, you know. So, Startup Force closes down and then now for the next two years, and then that's when we, we, we started focusing on our online business, um, our own um, online store for the next uh, year and a half. You know, but things were happening like crazy. I got a, I got my first massive endorsement deal together with Jimmy Dao and former Miss South Africa Bokang. We became ambassadors for APSA. Now we're talking million rand deals there. You know, like they were just massive, massive. It's numbers I cannot expose, mm. but it's those kind of nav- numbers that make me to go for a, a, a German muscle. It's those kind of numbers that make me to... I started messing a lot with the girls, you know. Mm. I, that was one... We're talking right now about addictions. My biggest addiction was just girls, mm. you know, and just having a, a good time. I didn't have a problem with alcohol or any other thing, you know, because mm. I knew... But at I, the time, it, business is running. At the time, business is running. Yeah. And mm. you do have people who are running the business. It's just mm. that, you know, the thing about business, business also needs TLC from... The, the 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 owner you know hmm. um every now and then you need to come and check things so i gave my business away to pe- to people to run hmm. you know and because you're experiencing a success i was like oh too much success too much success too much success the gellings dog and just a general great time and fame is nice eh? that's what people don't know you know why famous people don't want to let go of fame yeah <laughs> this is nice <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of access to you. <laughs> Outside access, it's just mm. nice. I say access and getting money and opportunities. Mm. Being known is nice. Mm. It's 
just nice. Addictive also. It's addictive also. Mm. You know, it's just it's just nice going into a space, and especially at the time, because I was, uh, I, I was a, a massive club guy. It's so nice to get into a club, and because remember, if you're trans and I'm famous, mm. they don't see your car. Mm. You know, in the club, uh, in the club. niggas brandish. Yeah, you, you know, brandish, yeah, you know. So, um, fame is just—it's just nice. It, 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 yes, opportunities. You you skip lines. You like there's a lot of benefits attached to it, but there's also a downside. You know, people just treat you like like trash. You know, people can be very nasty when you when they know when you are known or popular or famous. You know. So I was just enjoying that and the business was slowly, slowly going down. And when they say it, when it rains, it pours, it's true. It's true when it comes to success and it's true when it comes to failure. Because when I was winning, I was winning big time. And when I started losing, that's when um, you can't have your cake and eat it. So this is how I ate my cake. I... I, I was grossing in a lot of money and I was becoming famous by the day and I enjoyed those things and I stopped servicing them and I forgot which, how I became rich and famous was through hard work. So I stopped doing the one thing that brought everything the and work. actually ate the cake. Yeah, I stopped it. I stopped it. I stopped working. I was just showing up. I was just, I, I, I was just terrible, 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 mm. you know. And to a certain extent, I spoke to my aunt and I was like, oh, I regret a lot of things. She was like, so you were 24 when yeah, everything was happening. Dude, you were just dude, 24. You have time. Yeah, you were just 24. What is a regular 24-year-old doing? They just finished their degree. They're looking for a job and you are within the midst of success. Mm. I'm with my childhood heroes like this. Anybody can imagine the country. Yeah. I've got politicians ringing me up. I've got I've got the most coolest. I've got people around me, and things are just flowing, you yeah. know. And and unfortunately, I I chowed the cake. I enjoyed the cake, and when I got to twenty six, things started being real. When I was about to turn twenty seven. Okay, this is when. Um, this is uh, before the five million rand interview. Mm. Um, around twenty, beginning of twenty seventeen. Because mm. um, the 5 million rand interview happened in 2018. But beginning of 2017, um, I sit down with my accountant. They're like, you, this year looks bad. Because we usually open the year um, with a lot of corporate orders. So what is my, how my business is structured is I own a group company called Party Passion. Right? Okay. That owns the brand IP for Skinny Spoo Socks that owns the logo and all those things. Okay. It also we also own a, a, a small sock factory that we just started last year. We own Skinny Spoo Store, both physical and online. Um, we own our corporate business, which is what has been sustaining the brand since day one. Okay, hold on. So there's a there's a company on top of Skinny Spoo Socks. Yes. Yeah. Is that a, what, a holding company? It's a holding company. Okay, so a holding company. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. it owns... Sub uh, brands or companies. Oh, okay, which would be a skinny spoo socks, the actual socks. Yeah. Which would be... The, uh, the, the merchandise, store, the which store. Which would be the merchandise. And this, mm -hmm. this structure ends again in... in and that, why structure, that structure happened, um, I think, 
two years into the business, when I started realizing that there's a lot of money flowing in, I also realized that um, I need um, some sort of management of this money. I was listening to uh, an interview by some famous DJ, and he said, you need to give yourself salary even when you get gigs. You need to cap it somewhere. You understand? So there's some structure in your life because gigs can just... Because how I started charging the money was because I didn't have a salary structure. So if we if we blow 20k at a club today, I've already invoiced for 70,000. So, oh, I see. you know, so, but, so no, you're not calculating. <laughs> you're not calculating. You just, just you when know you pay, you guaranteed, guaranteed. As a matter of fact, you know, I mean, I didn't buy money. I didn't buy a car when I had millions. I only bought my first car when I had my last 300,000 in the account and I took all that money and bought my car and the following day I had 100K, mm. you know? Mm. So it was, it was, being mm. like being I don't need a car. Yeah, I don't need a car. I don't and need a car. You have a lot of friends, they're going to drive yeah, you around. Yeah, you know, and, and you're Ubering everywhere and stuff, yeah. you know? So you have a lot of money coming in and a lot of money going out, you know? Mm. So that's when you start like putting in a lot of structure and saying, okay, cool. I'm just gonna give myself a salary of this month, of the, of this much every mm. month, and live from that. And live from that. It's hard, mm. especially when you know that you've got money coming in like crazy, mm. you know. But it's good because it also it allows the business to grow a lot, you know. Mm. So our corporate business we've done. I think last year we did socks for F and B um, race. Um, we've done socks for for Capitec staff members th throughout the country, Standard Bank, APSA. Our, 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 we have a, a massive um, 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 bank like clientele, mm. you know. So when we opened that year, we didn't have any orders, which was and amazing. We saw we, it was um, it was well, it's surprising. It's yeah, it was surprising, you know. But with 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 what we had also. Um, as a business, my, my content was like, we're not going to survive the year. We need to come up with new strategies, you know. We survived the first quarter. And in the second quarter, I then now started to say I had to sell my car because we had a company car and my personal car. So I sold my, my, my personal car. And that sustained us for the next three months. And this is where when it rains, it pours, <laughs> you know. So no win, no win at all. No matter how hard you try, no win. Like it's not your season, bruh. Yeah. It's not your season. Yeah. And then now we are around June. They're starting to close the the office. The same time they close my office, my I'm experiencing the same things with my apartments and stuff. The life is just slowly crashing. Um, and we need to take stock on sale, you know, because we we we've, we 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 keep a lot of stock, you know. So now you have to like sell the stock on and stuff just to to survive, you know. End of that year, um, I lost my grandmother. It Same pours. year, it paused mm. like crazy, like crazy. Lost my grandmother. It was the first time experiencing death this close. I've never lost anybody who's close to me. I've lost mm. family members, but not at home, not a kaya, mm. you know. Also because I need to, you were young. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, hey man, it was it was a real situation. Now I'm left with the company car. Get into an accident with that company car. It really paused. <laughs> it really paused. Not only that, I can't function because when I got into that accident, the car yeah bigger pansy. In Damoya, Joe Bella, Mzimbeni. On your boy. Yeah. 
like Ow! inside yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you know okay. so now f- you, mental physical now or oh, mental uh-huh. uh, financially financial, now physical now physical yeah. so what's happening what's, what's coming spiritual uh, the spiritual attack i think has been there for a very long time because i think when when i started messing with a lot of fame and a lot of men i started detaching a lot from my relationship with god because remember what 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 brought me to Jobek was the promise that God made to me when you read the the book of Genesis 20 verse 2 and it says to Abraham go leave your land and your comfort zone that's how i left home and your family and go into a land that i will show you i will make you the good the good news version says i will make you famous and you will be a blessing to others and they will bless you too i've always moved on that scripture whether i dropped out whether i started a business when i left home it's always been informed by that promise that i believe god made uh, give me and the relationship i've always had with him you know god is the same person who sustained me i used when i started the sock business i didn't have a laptop i was using a computer as a uj and stay up from 6 till 6 in the morning um at their internet labs and just research and things like that you know so i stopped that relationship a long time ago and i thought like fame is going to sustain me and my money will sustain me and my intellect will sustain me and things mm-hmm. like that you know so, so already the relationship Christ, was gone mm-hmm. you know so when the, all that happens but now you are you are back up again mm-hmm. right we don't know we am fucked up am i back right. yeah i think so I don't because think so. I think I'm I am because I've experienced this. You understand? I know that I'm on the karma. I'm I'm about to blow up, dog. For real, so, for real. So the blow up yeah. What what we saw was a taste and a lesson for me. Mm. And you had to crash. And I I had to otherwise I think I, I think I've been worse man, you know. I'm having fever when you level. <laughs> you probably be dead. <laughs> I'll be like, dead, oh, man. No, no, no. I'll, I'll be, be dead. dead, you know. But so you were saved. You came mm, back. Now you're on the come up. I'm on the come up for the second time and because I've been here, mm. I I I know it. Mm. I know it and I know what to prepare. I need I'm 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 fixing my business administrative wise. Mm. I'm fixing my relationships, my core relationships, which is um my my girlfriend my 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 family mm. you know unfortunately i just i have distant friends who when we see each other we see each other we cool but i don't have daily in pinjamle and stuff you know cuz i'm fixing i'm preparing myself for the next level mm. i am preparing myself spiritually um my spiritual leader is is also my mentor zibusiso mkwanazi um so i'm just i'm fixing everything around me 360 to prepare me for the unfortunately my my success comes with a lot of fame you know which is a downside for me i don't know it's 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 both good and bad mm. but i'm preparing for the fortunes that are coming i'm preparing for the opportunities and and just being elevated to the next level you know yeah. so i don't i don't think i'm back yet i'm mm. getting there mm. So the basically um which is something only Taiwan said um from work fresh mm-hmm. they're saying um you know um for um, you need to prepare for amamita yeah you have because to. yeah because you can't receive amamita when you're not mentally spiritually ready which means you need to do a lot of uh, lifestyle changes like ubonomuntu sekayeke lokuphuza 
ubona umuntu sekafuna ukuba nemeri iwani um ubona umuntu nje sekachinja impilo yakhe ngoba uyabona ukuthi lentezayo and it's which is something big. yeah which is something also for it needs a good manager yeah, the next yeah, blessing yeah, needs yeah. a good manager for it to be sustained yeah. hence you have tr- people like about Trevor no who Trevor's traveled a straight path we've never had any stories about Trevor and girls or alcohol or maybe he's uh, managing it very well That's maybe he's managed it very well yeah. Yeah, you understand but also even in even in celebrity circles because I've got to chill with people who are very exposed to Trevor no he's 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 agana azange avumelo upchita to take over him a lot he's managed it real quick what was boyisa you know mm. um david kabula he, he's the only comedian that trevor took oh, kibuka kibuka sorry yeah. he's the only comedian that trevor took this 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 side mm. and says trevor is so disciplined he only has like two classes of wine a, a, a month you know like there's his his discipline is on another level and it shows through his work he's mm. comfortable with being at home tina jwa sku quarantine that's mm. trevor's normal trevor puma magaya for a cover magaya for a job so magaya for in young ton and that could be life and yeah. that is life that's life that's the really? sacrifice you need to have hands up i'm saying to you i don't have a social life anymore because i'm mm. cool with not having a great instagram life but having wins this side understand because right now i need to i need to buy my family a 10 million rand house in the north mm. that's where the mentality is right now and mm-hmm. it's taxing on my personal life unfortunately i can't have the things i i used to have in my early 20s being this popular kid who's at every event every club and stuff mm. not anymore i need to be disciplined so manje uh, basically this thing is not working for you let's say the um fame right mm-hmm. like your whole business which thing one word say yeah, hold on fame hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Now, your whole business structure yeah. is around fame. Mm-hmm. It's tied to you, the yeah. person, and mm-hmm. it's dependent on you being out there, yeah. right? Yeah. But manje, it's not it's not working. Hold on, yeah. hold on. The fame is not working, but it's actually not the fame that's not working. Mm-hmm. It's the undisciplined fame mm. that's not working. Mm-hmm. So now you are channeling fame into um a disciplined structured mm-hmm. fame where you say I want to be famous but for this that's good yeah yeah right and then you're still leveraging fame mm-hmm. you say yeah know me I'm loud I'm on TV I am on I'm cool I'm I'm cool yeah, yeah I'm, you know I yeah I am on, on on social media but I'm there for purpose. Yeah. So if you see me on TV, but it's always it's around. listen, it's always it's always been to make money, you know, mm. and to impact people positively. It's just how I was conducting my personal life. Tina, we think you you think your personal life is separate from your business life. It's one thing. Hold on. Pinda. <laughs> <laughs> you think your personal life is 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 detached from your business life. It's one thing. You mm. can't be an incredible an incredible leader and be a crappy father or a crappy boyfriend and treat people bad. Hence a lot of things are coming up mind you with a lot of people. You mm. understand? Mm. So how you do one thing is how you do everything. How you do everything is how you do everything. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Bring it. You understand? Yeah. So um I'm sorry. I think it's yeah. 1 o'clock now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we need to conclude. Yeah. How you do everything is how you do everything. 
Mm. You understand? How you do one thing is how you do everything. How you do how everything, do everything is, is how you do everything. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, I was busy doing my work very well. I wake up early, I stay longer, I deliver mm. on time and stuff. Mm. But I'm breaking girls' hearts. Mm. And I'm drinking unnecessarily. Mm. You know, there's nothing wrong with Pusa, but Pusa Kuni timing. You know, mm. what are you celebrating? What are you drinking? Why are you drinking on a Monday for no reason? Why are you drinking on a Friday for that matter? Why? Mm. Why are you drinking the whole weekend? What are you celebrating so much that when are you always drunk? What are you celebrating? Young yeah, So I didn't have timing. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't managing this body that's creating all of this thing very well. You understand? So I needed to now, but the, the intention of being famous and stuff has always been for good. Trust me. Hence, I've been transparent with my story from day one of growing up in a shack, being raised with my grandmother, and becoming the success that we all see becoming. I've always, the intention was to help another smoo or some cooking, no, or buy some sweet in Germany and tell them, with, Dog, it's possible. You can be at Markham too, just like me. Mm. You know? And you've done it. I've done it. You understand? And then now you are you're focusing on yourself, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna take that self because you the one thing that you're doing, which is how you are doing you, how you are managing you, mm-hmm. the one thing. It's it, it's gonna it's gonna yes yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna spread it towards how you do everything, mm-hmm. which is now your your business, yeah, right? Yeah. So now, um, what are we looking at in the next hours, two months? You just close the store, mm-hmm. but you're not faced with mm-hmm. it, you know. Um, I'm sure it's heartbreaking because I did ask. It is. Like, yes, Listen, there's, it, there's real feelings also because I'm a real person involved. Young yeah. told there's that heartbreak, but also there's just because there's people as well. You know, I have we we opened our store for 12 hours a day. We had three shifts. Those those are a lot of people and salaries involved. You know, mm. so that means like four people right now as we speak don't have an income because mm. we closed one store and. The reason for mm-hmm. the closing of the store is actually interesting. Yeah, yeah. What is the reason for the closing? Because it's not too good to the brand is not uh-huh. fire. Mm-hmm. It's not too good to uh, people are not feeling you yeah. as a person anymore. It's not which you're mm-hmm. not marketing it well. What is the reason? It's it's a very funny and a reason that I thought was unrelated up until we did a, a postmortem of what was happening, you know. And the reason for the closing of our store is 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 the alcohol ban. It's crazy. It's crazy. So we survived the first the first alcohol affected yeah fashion alcohol affected affected fashion and retail. How? Um, my sister was telling me with as a banyabo sis begabala lele, but but be bayo tengi impasha, but but chigila masas tengi because they're not going anywhere this weekend. You understand? Because it was the week kuvalucha alangalo yangton, but tina skinny spoo socks how it direct a skinny spoo store. How it impacted us directly is because our store was a destination store. So it's not a traditional store that you would have at a retail environment, like a mall and something. It's a destination store where you go and visit that particular place to experience the culture around there. And you eventually, you came for that store specifically. So Tina, people were no longer coming to Maboneng because there was an alcohol ban. So what's the reason of coming to this place if you cannot drink anymore? And then it affected us, you know. So the f- we survived the first alcohol burn because I've been self-funding the store, but around November, I said I wanted to sustain itself. And then, Ganti, that was when we were going to experience the second alcohol burn, and then it's and then up. we had to close down. Oh. Yeah. All right. But mm-hmm. um, there's big things happening. 
what's going on. This? I mean, the, are there big, big things happening yeah, there after is, uh-huh. he died? There is big things happening. Um, in terms of the business, right now we're focusing solely on our online business. Um, we are speaking to a couple of retailers. I cannot mention names yet yeah. up until the ink is dry. And But there is a big retailer outside the one that we're with right now that we're talking to, you know. Yeah. It's a retailer that's loved by many South Africans um, that we, we're planning to go to probably winter this year because um, the negotiations, they just take long and then it's manufacturing and delivery of products and stuff. So it just takes more than six months. And then when it comes to me personally, I am on TV right now every Thursday on ETV, the morning show. Mm. Yeah. And it's not it's not it's not separate from um, what you do as a triple S. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, it's the same thing. Fact, yeah, Uchi, it's an extension. It's it's still a story that mm-hmm. you're telling. Uchi, mm-hmm. um, here here I am. It's just that now I'm in the form of sorts. Yeah. Now I'm in the form of. Um, uh, merchandise mm-hmm. now I'm in the form of mm-hmm. TV and I'm on yeah alright no thank you Njaya Mnyabonga very much and mm-hmm. now you're fucked up you know mm-hmm. and it's crazy Uti you have um, inspired a lot of Ama out um, I, I, I heard well I read one time you know um, when when you haven't posted in a while you know and then you started posting and then said and someone said you know, you did a lot for the East. Mm. You understand? Mm. And which makes me wonder. Which I, 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 I wanted this to be my first question. Which is like who inspired you from the East? Is there anyone? DJ Spoo. DJ Spoo. DJ Spoo. Right. So DJ Spoo, basically, you took that energy and then when you transferred the it The hustle energy. Yeah. The, he's relentless. He's never given up. He's, he's everything. Like, uh, DJ Spoo is not one day. You mm. know, you know, he came mm. into into the space as a radio guy and TV, and mm. now he's selling cans of Mofire. Mofire is a billion rand business, dog. Mm. He thinks mm. Makuleni, thinks Stratini, thinks the Pekin Pay, he thinks mm. in well established like things are everywhere. You mm. know, it's I was drinking their Iron Brew um offering right mm. now. It's crazy. Con drink. Con drink, mm. dog, you know. So that guy is so inspiring and for me to look at him like I used to bunk school on Fridays at, at Eastern School of the Arts and 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 take a taxi to Joburg and go see him at Rosebank doing um, sure. YFM, you mm-hmm. know. And for now n- to have him like on speed dial as more than a mentor but as a brother to just chat him up. You know, even small decisions like me jumping onto T V, it's things I discussed with him and it's like do it. Mm. you know because mm. people have double standards they don't have a problem with casper having a clothing store who's a musician but they have a problem with you moving from socks to to tv you know mm. do whatever makes you happy and on top of that like he's the one who's been showing me all these things like why are sticking with this and stuff it's like do it do it yeah. do it so the next move for you is is it the answer is simple you do it you just you just do it you you extending yourself that's Mm. what people don't know you are extending yourself Mm. you understand you're reaching because not everybody likes socks right Mm. but there are people who like me and who'd like to support me in any way Mm. so if if i'm speaking somewhere that's why people come there it's not necessarily people who who own a pair of socks Mm. that's why people like that aspect they they like that aspect of me Mm. and then we have people who don't like socks who don't like what i have to say but they like the t-shirt man you know so it's just you extending yourself (laughs) 
look, I wish you well. And in fact, I don't even need you well because it's a ring. And anyway, yeah. so we have fun. Like every step <laughs> of the journey, you know, I'm going to be there. Yeah. You're going to be there. Mm-hmm. And then um, we'll work on, on, on something, man, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we can engage um, young entrepreneurs out there who'd want to know more about uh, the retail space mm-hmm. and whatnot. Definitely, you know? definitely. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think that the technical sp- uh, uh, part of your questions they really require a classroom setup, you know. And yeah. it's something we once did in Novo City Maguire, which we, we took a Saturday off mm-hmm. at his office and invited a couple of entrepreneurs, you know. And it would yeah. be interesting for us to do it at Kasi, yeah, you know. Yeah. It needs a, a an environment. Mm. and stuff mm. you know so mm. i think let's 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 look into something like that let's 100%. conduct a saturday class and yeah. let's take people through it's simple things it's yeah. simple things mm. it's just need you just need someone you need to apply yourself mm-hmm. who sound like you mm. who comes from the same environment yeah. that you who's not going to complicate it who's not going to complicate yeah. it yeah. 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 as a matter of fact let me tell you something as a matter of fact in Geneganjan environment Young ton. Mm. So it's, it's just fag. it's fine. Continue being you, but he move and jammy. Why you go environment it different, you know? And I mean I'll tell you look, my rather so I can see to tell you the truth. You know, because a look shin fitting spanil. Like yeah. in spanil, spanil like mm. kindergarten look shin a part. I was like, yes, I've scene. paid my shoes. Yeah. I've yeah, I've I've paid my shoes. I feel I owe Ilogishi anymore. And I, I think that's what gave me the the the, the insight to write the book, No Mayin, you know. And then that's what gave me the insight, Uti. The mentality Iafana, but when you move, you you move differently. Yeah. Like you, when you move, you move differently. Mm-hmm. And I think um Anyone that is listening to this, it, it's it, it's something to consider. What he has, I, I, sometimes I make an example. What you, or maybe like deep, 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 you know, and then they decide to move, but by the choice, that person was gonna work so hard because he knows what if they fail, they need to go back to Emma Plaza. Yeah. And it, you know, we make the mistake well, just because it chose is 45 minutes away. It's one taxi away. It's one taxi away. Mm-hmm. So it means you're going to grand, you're going and the footy, you know, and badali rent, you know, and not going to be a coward. Yeah, coward. Sugar, um, it chose is something else. It chose is a Totally different. Totally different. So you, before, before you move, um, before you move mountains, you need to move yourself, mm-hmm. and then when you when you get yourself into that environment, so to do it, because thank you very much for this. God bless you. Thank 100%. you very much for giving me this. Yeah. You know, I always tell people that I've never needed therapy for even one day because. Yeah. All of my interviews have been therapeutic. You yeah, know, yeah. I've been naked and honest about yeah, yeah, my yeah. journey and what I'm doing. But thank you very much for this. I hope someone else's life is uh, is changed today. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Sure.